Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 101 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar places. My name is Steve. That's no moon. This is Chris. <laughs> there, there we go. We both worked in uh, the subject of today's episode into our opening. Wait. Oh, yes. You by saying places. Instead of faces. Yeah. Okay. Because I think what we're arguing about today is not really faces. Correct. So, unless it was Ego from uh, the Marvel movies, because he's a giant planet with a face. Allegedly. Allegedly. I forget. I've only seen that movie once. I wasn't a big fan of it. Anyway, Chris, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm kind of getting over some uh, some cold. Yeah, cold. you don't sound uh, 100% yourself. Oh, thanks a lot. You're welcome. <laughs> um, okay, I apologize that you've been sick for so long. No, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, just pretty standard having a two-year-old that gets you sick all the time. Yeah. Um, how's Lucy doing? She good? She's good. Yeah. She's good. She was she, sick, but she, she got over it. She getting excited? She like, this is probably, I mean, I wouldn't say this is her first Christmas because it's not, but I feel like she's well more aware. She's a little bit more aware. Than she was last yeah, year. A little bit. She's been saying ho, 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 right? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, she and, knows. And she likes Santa, right? Like, she's not um, scared I mean, of him or? Well, she's never like sat on a Santa's lap, but okay. she like, will see Santa's and say ho, ho, ho. So like. Didn't she see a guy at like a grocery store yeah, that looked did. like Santa Yeah, and just pointed at him and said, ho, ho, ho? Yes, she did. Did he hear her? No, I don't think so. Okay. I wonder what, like, how he would have uh, responded. He probably gets it a lot. He probably yeah. gets that all the time. Yeah. It's not like she pointed at like a person that looked nothing like Santa and said, ho, ho, ho. No, yeah. She yeah. was pretty, she was pretty spot on. She, yeah. He looked like Santa. Um, do you... So how do you think this Christmas is going to go with her then? Like, do you think, like, is she going to go downstairs and open presents? I mean, yeah. she's only a year and a half yeah, old. We, we so. have presents for her. They'll be under the tree. Santa has presents for her. Also, right? Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, I'm saying we already got ours. Gotcha. And then Santa will Santa bring, bring them the other ones. on okay, Christmas good. Eve. Just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Good. And then she'll have them to open um, on Christmas morning. Like, I don't know if she's really, like, if she knows what's going to happen. Like, I don't think she has the excitement of saying, like, oh, that's what I'm going to do on Christmas. Right, exactly. But to like, her, it's just going to be waking up another day. <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean like she likes the christmas tree and the lights we have like some lit garland that we like plug in and like she's always like telling us to plug it in in the morning oh, okay, she wants cool. it she wants everything turned on she has a little christmas light necklace that she loves to wear nice so yeah she's into it i just don't think she actually knows like what's going on yeah what's right. going to happen and stuff yeah she probably wishes it was going on all year like once it goes away she'll probably be super confused she probably will be she'll yeah, be sad, yeah. Like, what the heck why why is this giant tree that just sprouted up in our living room now gone <laughs> yeah. completely not there anymore yep well that's exciting that's uh i'm sure as a father that's a a fun experience to share with your uh with your child definitely has been fun yeah that's awesome uh anything else going on before we uh get into today's mm. episode no i don't no? think so how about you anything yeah. you need to share mm, nothing nothing really 
it's uh just uh holiday time and how's your christmas shopping going you uh, uh yesterday yesterday i made a huge uh jump by purchasing like the first things <laughs> i've just been uh i did the school play uh i was involved in the school play this year and i helped with the sets so that's finally over so i was really really busy for like a while doing mm-hmm. all that so like i'd come home and i'd just pass out and then do it again the next day so uh but yeah i've, I've got some things um for Allie, my family, I ordered some more things today. It, it kind of like when I was a kid, and you probably remember this too. Like you'd go out and like get Christmas presents for people. Like you'd go out and like look for them. I yes. feel and shopping is very different it's now. It's So different. Yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like it's kind of lazy, but also at the same time, like if I don't have to drive a half hour out to go hunt for something, I can no, have it delivered I, for free. I know what you mean. I'm yeah, my my most of my Christmas shopping is just a big Amazon order. I th- yeah, I think everything I've bought has been on Amazon or through another website. Yeah. And there's one thing I bought from my my dad, but I got it back in like the summer because I saw it in a store and I said, "Oh, this is perfect. I'll just give it to him for Christmas." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm really not hunting physically in stores for for things. So it's interesting to see like what the future uh, will bring when it comes to Christmas shopping because I feel like. Especially nowadays, all these boxes just mysteriously showing up on porches <laughs> around Christmas time. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be harder to um, really keep the spirit alive in, in a sense. Although I will say we were out at Target the other day and it was it was busy. That's yester- good. Yesterday. That's actually. good. It was crowded. Yeah. The toy section was crazy. Okay. That's good. And Lucy is crazy because <laughs> every toy she sees, she wants. Are you Are you like really hoping that she gets into some toys that you would be interested in? Not really. I hope um, whatever she's interested in, it's fine. I'll learn about it. I'll be interested in it too. Like part of me is kind of, I mean, I'm not a father yet, but I feel like I'd be selfish in a way. Like I'd hope they get into like Legos. I I would like that too. I I got, I know what you mean. Yeah. I could be like, Oh, all right. If you really want that, you know, (laughs) you know, 8,000 piece death star, like, sure. I guess I'll get it for you. So yeah, uh, it's a, it'll definitely be interesting to see what happens in the future. But, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. That's, uh, that's going on on my end here. But uh, Chris, ready to get into today's episode? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. So as always, please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. And you can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? We have a little bit of uh, a space tourism episode. Yeah, that's Uh, right. I like that, space tourism. Via the Star Wars trilogies. The, The Skywalker saga. As they are officially referring to it now, the the three trilogies. Yeah. Did anyone tell Ryan Johnson it was called that? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. I think they just came up with that like back in like April. Yeah, I don't think uh, he had any idea that's what it was going to be called. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I don't think so. I thought they always called it that. The Skywalker Saga. Yeah. No, it was always called the Star Wars Saga. Okay. And I was thinking this the other day. Like, now they're going to make all these other movies, but how are they going to market them? Because I feel like like now with like having episodes one through nine, it's like so definitive. Like that episode one is like the beginning, but I guess it's the beginning of the Skywalker saga. But there's all this other stuff that you're going to do, I guess, before that or around that. So how are you going to market it as being different? Like what are you what are you going to do? Like another beginning for something else? Like I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I guess uh, other people above they'll, our pay grade. They'll probably tie something in to like hook people in like they'll have like a common character just to draw you in from the skywalker saga yeah you think so baby yoda probably all right 
All right. Well, he's yeah. not in the Skywalker. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. All right. Then. Um, well, he he is alive during the Skywalker saga happening. Maybe I he'll appear, and he might appear in Episode Nine. Would you bet? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so at all. It'd There's be, no it'd way. It'd be so random. It'd be like it'd be it, so shoehorned in. It would be shoehorned in. Anyone who didn't watch The Mandalorian would be like so caught off guard. Like they need a little bit of backstory. It would just waste time. Yeah. It's not a good idea. And if they were so taken aback on how popular he was that the merchandise wasn't even ready to go, I don't think there's any way that they would have You're right. Put That's him, a good point, too. They would have put him in the movie. There's no way. But um, it's crazy to think, like, because they keep saying this, like, 42-year-old story is, like, coming to an end, which I feel like it's already ended twice. And, uh, <laughs> like, it's kind of cheap to say that it's over. Because I, I was reading an article, and they're like, it's not over. Like, they're marketing it as it's being over. Like, who knows? Like, they might do a new saga called the Ray Saga that takes place after this. And that could be episodes yeah. 10, 11, and 12 or, right. or whatever. So, but I guess it just seems like the Skywalker, you know, Luke, Leia, Ben Solo, Anakin is coming to an end. So, but yeah, so you said um, it's going to be some kind of space tourism. That's right. Like we've done, we did it for Pokemon. We, we did with the with the regions. We tried to sell you on the best region of Pokemon. That's right. You should go on vacation. Yes. yes. So now we're going to sell you on Star Wars planets to visit. Correct. Uh, one per trilogy. One per trilogy. Exactly. Only only doing the the, the Skywalker saga. We we're not doing anything from nine because we haven't seen it yet. Right. And we don't know. I guess what's going to be in it. But we're not doing anything from Rogue One or Solo or. The shows or anything like that, just the the main saga films, and then we're just going to pitch like, "Hey, why is that the place to go to on vacation? To use your Republic credits, your Imperial credits, your whatever you got, your portions to get you there." Yeah, I didn't actually look up the currency accepted at each of my planets, so if that's a big deal, that might be a might be a turnoff for some people. We'll see. Because if they're not in the Republic or not in the Empire, then the exchange rate might be pretty tough. Yeah, we're not really going to. I didn't think we were going to go that in depth. Because if you go to Tatooine, they don't take Republic credits. Republic credits are go- no uh, good out there. Well, that was at least Watto. D- d- what about other places? That's true. I don't Maybe know. Maybe Watto was just like a weirdo. There was no other place that we saw them conduct business on Tatooine. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure Jabba the Hutt conducts a lot of business. I mean, he probably would take, I don't know, who knows? People. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he would want if you could, if you could trade him some yeah, people. It just seems like he would deal in a lot of different currency. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's all over the galaxy. So he probably has a huge, he's basically like a, uh, what's that called? The place where you get your money exchanged. Oh, the money exchange? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That uh, place. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it, I thought it had like no. A name it for does. It. I can't. I, I don't know. I, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that, I guess that's yeah. That would be job of the hut. Like he would be a uh, a money exchange guy on Tatooine. So all right, Chris. So um, I guess we'll just go back and forth. So we're gonna start. We're gonna go in chronological order. So we're gonna start with the prequel trilogy mm-hmm. episodes one, two, and three. Which planet that is in the prequel trilogy? Now it could be in all of them. It could be in two of them. Could only be in one of them. Which one are you picking? Uh, I chose Naboo. It's a great pick. A you great think pick. so for real? I honestly do think that's. Oh, uh, thank pick. you. Like, yeah. I think it has some beautiful landscapes. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, I have a feeling there might be some things you're gonna like criticize me for, but but we'll see. So, uh, let's see. Naboo uh, appears in the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. You might remember it as uh, Queen Amidala's planet, Natalie Portman's planet. Yeah, she was the she was a queen. They elected a teenage queen. Yeah, which is very interesting. Interesting indeed. Yeah. But I mean, they seem to value democracy there, which is nice. They value, you know, arts. Youthful and, ideas and yes. arts. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they seem to like, um, you know, uh, their Wikipedia page says they value uh, education, the arts, and environmental protection. I feel like they're basically like the Renaissance. 
as a yes pop, like italy you know it's funny you, know? you say that because actually the seed the capital city is based on the plaza de españa in seville spain oh okay there you go so um so yeah some of the art style is very uh reminiscent of that i um, feel like it'd be really cool to live there because i feel like if you're like i want to become a musician like that's like the norm They're like yeah sure go ahead and you can become a musician and make enough money to survive then you'd probably be fine you're right on your republic credit salary I mean, it seemed like the job market was probably good. So one thing I, I don't know how we're going to address is the the events of the movies on these planets. Because, like, obviously right. a war breaks out there, which right. wouldn't I mean, be I would, a great time I to would live just, there. I would just say that we would assume it's just, like, the normal, yes. the normal time. Yeah, I, I, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say, oh, well, what if you're there when they get invaded by the Trade Federation? Okay. You know? Yeah. All right. So um, Naboo is home to, to two main races, the humans the, that live on the surface of the planet and the Gungans. Oh yeah, uh, See, that, of which Jar Jar Binks is a member. That would be my turn off. That live underwater. That well, you just have to do, just don't go underwater. You won't uh, you won't have to be bothered by them. They they do though live. They do come out. Um, Some, I mean, onto sometimes the, onto the the land. We don't know how much they came out to fight, but that might have just been because there was a battle. Well, I, I'm I'm rewatching them right now, and in episode two, there's a scene where Anakin and Anakin, excuse, Anakin, Anakin, Anakin and Padme are walking around Naboo, and there's a bunch of Gungans just talking around them. All right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be like racist against the Gunkin or anything like that, but I just feel like they'd be annoying. I don't know. I uh, yeah. Anyway, continue. I don't. I didn't mean to interrupt your thought. Uh, I didn't really have any other thoughts. I was just going to say, um, it it it's fairly diverse in terms of like um, water features, mountainous forests. You know, I, I think um, it's it's uh it does it does have a very um wide variety of ecosystems yeah and nothing like crazy like not like any like volcanic lava pits that i know of yeah um some really pretty views like there's like the pretty famous like far out shot of i think theed i assume where like you see the all the waterfalls just flowing off outside the castle yeah or the palace whatever yeah just just some nice like iconic imagery there so so what would people do uh i i think you you basically follow the um the Anakin and Padme um, dating package, which you get to you get to relive <laughs> their dates, so you get to like have a picnic in a field with okay. those like weird those um, like, oh yeah like like, like giant, giant they kind of look like ticks that had just yeah. sucked a bunch of blood <laughs> yeah they were like if a if a tick and like a giant like 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 a, a hippo. farm animal yeah just or, some big farm animal yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Uh, you can ride them. Do you yeah. get to go uh, see some sand? There, some yeah, you can go to the beautiful beaches beautiful if you don't beaches. mind. If you don't mind the sand, if you don't mind the sand. Not everyone okay. does because it that, can that's get That's why everywhere. it only has four stars on TripAdvisor. <laughs> yeah, one of the reviews was like it's too much sand. <laughs> too much sand it gets, it gets everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was an inf- he was a famous uh, sp- space Yelp influencer <laughs> before the events of the trilogy. <laughs> he left a lot of reviews. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, you can go to the beaches. You can you can enjoy uh, some art shows. You can enjoy the theater. You can you can just generally have a nice time. So it's very. I, I feel like it's a, a learning experience. Yeah, it has a lot of. I think not, it has a, a lot of thing. history as well. I don't really know that based on anything in the sure movies, it but it looks like things have like historical significance. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going for a nice peaceful vacation. Nothing too hectic. Yeah, nothing, nothing too, crazy. Nothing adventurous. Really, I, I yeah. I mean, you could probably like go out of your way to find it, but like, it's it's gonna be. That's not what you're going. That's for. not what you're going for. I see yeah. what you're saying. Okay, fair enough. Uh, anything else you want to add for mm, for Naboo? No, no. Okay. 
Uh, so for the planet that I'm picking from the prequel trilogy, I am uh, picking Kashyyyk, sometimes called Kashyyyk, but Kashyyyk, which is the home planet of the Wookiees. Uh, it appeared for the first time canonically in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. And um, it is seen in the movie during the Clone Wars. But like I mentioned, it's the home world of the Wookiees. And its its ecosystem is kind of reminiscent of like Endor's. Like it's very foresty, mm-hmm. except their trees are like huge compared to Endor's. But um, so giant trees, you got the Wookiees there, you got lakes, you got oceans, you got rivers. Um, now I feel like if you're going to Kashyyyk, strictly adventure. You're going there to experience um, a different culture with, with the Wookiees and how they kind of live their life like as a technologically advanced um, non-human society. And you're just going there to have a good time. What kind of things would you be doing? So they have like these giant like bug animals that um, the Wookiees ride sometimes. I think one of them was written in the movies. So you could, you know, I'm sure they have some kind of like tourism, uh, not really, kind of like like a rent. Like if you go to, I don't know, like when we went out to Arizona, we rented like uh, quads. Like you go to Kashyyyk and you could rent like one of those bugs and like get like an aerial tour of uh, of Kashyyyk. They also have like these giant... Um, machines that the the Wookiees use to to transport around so you could kind of like helicopters in a way you can get some aerial views of the uh of the trees of the forests so uh how are the Wookiees like are they generally accepting of outsiders so the Wookiees are very accepting of outsiders so I think that would also be uh another draw factor because like you said if they're like hostile you're definitely not want to gonna mm-hmm. want to go yeah, there yeah for sure yeah yeah but um, they are territorial. So if you go there, like, so so Kashyyyk, don't go there on spring break. That's not where you're going to go because you're going to get drunk and then you're going to start, like, pissing on their trees and you're going to start angering the Wookiees. They're going to rip your arms out of their sockets. They're going to be super mad at you. So that's not the place to go on your on your spring break. But if you're going to have an adventure but you're also going to be respectful of the people who already live there, totally go for it. Like, I'm sure they, they probably don't have anything set up like this, but, like, if you could find out some way to go, like, ziplining through the trees, like, that'd be super cool. And, it, like, you're, like, a mile up in the air. Like, that'd be so much fun. So they they are, like, literally giant trees. Then. Yeah, they're they're huge. Yeah, they're huge. A um, lot of uh, health risks, though. Like, you got to be careful. Like, if you take a wrong step right off the tree, you're down and you're, you're dead. A lot of waivers need to be signed before you... Uh, what are the lodgings going to be like there? You said they're they're pretty technologically advanced. So are you are you staying in a pretty modern like hotel there? So um, <laughs> I would say I don't know if we ever saw their lodgings canonically. You do see part of their lodgings in the holiday special, but it's basically like That's giant. True. It's basically like giant tree houses. It was like a tree house, yeah. Yeah. So it, I would say it's basically a tree house, but just advanced. All right. Like it's not like. Dang. Like Coruscant level of like skyscraper hotel oh, yeah, yeah, living yeah. and lodging, but it would be like you're in a tree. It's nice. Like, I'm do you sure have you do you have, have TV? Is there a cable? Yeah, yeah, they definitely have cable. And internet. And internet. Okay. Yeah. Password is tree one, which can be hard because each tree has a different password for that number tree. So there's like 10 million different Wi-Fi passwords. Okay. So then you get like tree 10 million. Okay. So. But yeah, like like they're super friendly as long as you're not upsetting upsetting the Wookiees, and they're more than welcome to accommodate you and like teach you about their culture and have you experience uh, Kashyyyk. Steve, are the Wookiees really friendly, or are you just are you lying? No, the Kash- like like think of it like Chewbacca never seemed that friendly. That's only if you're like pissing them off. 
I mean, that that is includes things like beating him in a game of space chess. So, so this is the now this is the thing. This is the thing. All right. When you go to Kashyyyk, you have to drop one name. And as long as you drop this name, you're golden. Okay? Okay. So once you get off your ship, and if they come towards you and they seem like a little like, what are you doing here kind of mentality, all you have to do is say, Yoda. That's all you have to say. Why is that? That's like a promo code. This is like a hot tourism tip right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Because if you remember in episode three, Yoda says, good relations with the Wookiees I have. So if you go there and you say Yoda, they're like, got it, got it. This guy, he knows what's going on. These people know what's going on. And they're going to trust you. They're going to know that Yoda sent you, and they're going to take care of you. But, yeah, if you go there and you're like, yo, what's up? You're done. You're already done right then and there. All right. So, Kashyyyk, consider it for your next travel vacation stay. (laughs) Um, That kind of uh, transitions well into my pick for the – uh, original trilogy. Go for it. I chose Endor. Yeah, yeah. Which has a lot of similarities I was noticing to what you were saying. Because Endor was originally supposed to be Kashyyyk. I, I read about that in my research that the, yeah. The, yeah. So that's part of the reason they showed Kashyyyk in the, uh, in the prequels. prequels yeah. Kind of to, uh. To nod to Endor. Yeah. And what they originally wanted to do. All right, so you got Endor. So I guess technically it's the forest it moon is, of Endor. It is a forest moon, yes. yeah. So, uh, is, is that okay for me to choose? Oh, that? no, oh, no, that's fine. Uh, no, I, I just know, like, sometimes, like, Online, people will say, um, actually, it's yes. not Endor. I it's know. the forest moon of Endor. So I just want to make sure that everybody knows that yes, we know yes. what it is. It's actually interesting because there's um, not a lot known about, like, the main planet that it is a moon of. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Uh, I know some people have been curious if it's going to appear in The Rise of Skywalker. There were rumors that another moon possibly nearby okay. would appear because I think it has the wreckage so, from the desk I was going to say slight spoiler if you're trying to avoid all Rise of Skywalker spoilers there was a trailer that showed some Death Star wreckage in the, in a watery location right uh, speculation is that that is a another moon Kef Burr or Kef Beer hmm. an ocean moon oh okay so this planet has a forest moon and an, an ocean, ocean moon, moon. All, the, all the elements it's got a right. fire they moon they probably have a fire moon and a wind moon exactly and a heart moon if they watch <laughs> Captain Planet if they watch Captain Planet Maybe that's like the main planet. It's just Captain Planet. <laughs> that's its name. It's just Captain. Wow. The planet of We Captain. figured it out. We figured it out. We cracked the code. The crossover between Captain Planet and the Star Wars galaxy. Yes. Yeah, so there, there was, conf- there's conflicting, uh, material about Endor. And some of it is chalked up to like folk stories of people who lived on the planet. Like, like you, you, you hear about, um, someone claiming that one of their, another moon was destroyed by the falling Death Star. And then some other people just saying that's like a, a folktale. Okay. So, so who knows? Yeah. And, you know. Right. Anyway, so, but Andor itself, similar to Kashyyyk, mostly forested, uh, with some grassland, some desert, some mountains and shallow rivers. So it's, it's like an outdoorsman's paradise pretty much. Yeah. And slightly less deadly, I would say, than Kashyyyk. Yeah. Um, you know, the trees aren't as tall, so you're, you're probably not, you're not going to kill yourself if you, uh, try to, do scale a, one yeah the the main inhabitants <clears throat> one so, second <clears throat> um the ewoks let's just what, get right out that's what it. i was gonna bring it up you know like that's, um, that's what you're dealing with i'd rather deal with the wookies than the Ewoks. would you so you'd rather deal with some an, a creature that would rip your arms and legs off if uh-huh. it gets mad at you yeah then like a little furry teddy bear okay that so you don't think that the ewoks are violent okay they they, they were have... gonna, they were gonna cook they were gonna cook <laughs> Luke, Han, 
we, and Chewbacca. We don't know if they and, were going to cook yeah, them. Yeah, they were. They were. They had the fire getting ready to go. Well, they were okay. going to cook they them. They maybe eat were them. just going to burn them alive. I mean, no, they, they were. They were going to eat. They were going to. They were going to. They were going to. They were going to eat them. Ugh. I guarantee. They said C three PO said you are the the main thing or whatever oh. in the feast of my honor. Oh, Ooh. yeah, that's problematic. Yeah, it is. All right, so you basically aren't going to want to get them out of you. <laughs> so what you're going to want to do is offer what them. What promo code do you have? You'd have to bring a chocolate bar. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what Leia gave that little guy, right? I think it was more like a cracker, but yeah, a cracker. I think oh. it was cracker. Oh, sorry. Bring just bring little food. Bring them food. <laughs> so they eat, so like, when berries they tra- all day. So, so when they try to come towards you, what are you just going to throw it at them? And- no, you, you hold it up nicely. Haven't you ever seen like how you how you meet a new? creature you just you just hold it out okay they'll like timidly come up and take it they'll try a little bite and they'll really like it and then they'll want more okay sure that's what you do not in galaxy quest it doesn't work out for them that well what happened in galaxy quest in galaxy quest they're like oh look at the little kids like they're so sweet and then there's one kid that's like hurt and they just start eating him oh they're like oh look they're trying to help him and then they just yeah tear him apart oh well i mean you i don't know if you watch our cannibals I don't know. I know there's a Battlefront 2 mode where you can play as, uh, I don't know if you are the Ewoks or if you're like people hiding in the dark while Ewoks try to murder you. What? I'm pretty sure. No. I think so. They're little teddy bears. I think that's how they were marketed, but I think they've been, <laughs> like Lucasfilm Story Group has been trying to make them seem a little more uh, huh. uh, fearsome than has been in the past. Interesting. Yeah. So, okay. So... Well, maybe it's more dangerous than I thought. Maybe that adds to the element of uh, outdoorsman I mean, survival. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, absolutely. Like your life could be in danger. Yeah, dealing, that's dealing not with the these murder best. bears. That's not the best endorsement. <laughs> Anakin's not going to leave a good Yelp review for this one. So, what other types of things? So, like, so, well, so, so, put, like, put like the Ewoks aside. Well, before I do that, they okay. had really cool tree houses. They do have really cool So, I mean, that'd be like, that's what I was wondering where you live in Kashyyyk. Because I was going to say in Endor, you, you live in this awesome treehouse. Right. I didn't know that's where the Wookiees live, too. I forgot about this holiday special. Yeah. I, I mean, thought... it's non-canon, but. <laughs> <laughs> it is? Yeah, the, the whole thing is non-canon. But they're starting to drop some hints. Like, spoilers for The Mandalorian. But, like, in, like, the first episode, the guy mentioned Life Day, one of the guys. Mm. Um, oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, the one guy's like, oh, I got to get back. To the, the blue guy that he got in the beginning. Yes, like the first bounty. Yes, yes, he said to the Mandalorian, oh, "I'm trying to get home to my family before Life Day." So, was that the celebration in the holiday? Ho- that was the whole special? plot of the holiday special. Right. They had to get Chewbacca home for Life Day. Gotcha. Yeah, oh, class. It's a classic. It's a, it's a classic. It's a classic. <sighs> so, okay. Um, so that's where you. So you probably stay in the tree houses mm-hmm. now for recreational things. You said like you could climb trees. Like yeah, you can you can ride those like cool speeder bikes through the desert, through the forest. I mean, okay, you can climb trees. You can do zip lines. Yeah, riding the speeder you bikes can... would be a lot of fun. <laughs> It'd be super dangerous, but it'd be a lot of fun. There are like rivers you can do. You can do some peaceful fishing. Um, okay, maybe a little bit of uh, boating if you if you want. Okay, yeah, it's outdoorsman stuff. All right, I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are you? What is your? What's your original trilogy planet? Uh, so I'm gonna pick uh, Bespin, which is Bespin. from Episode Five, The Empire Strikes Back. It is the planet that Cloud City is on. So I'm kind of. I don't know if I'm like cheating here a little bit, but it's it's very different than every other planet that we're gonna talk about today because it's a giant gas planet. Yes, it is a gas planet. It, it is. It has Tabana gas, which is uh, a gas that they use in the Star Wars 
uh, series. It's a, I believe it's a poisonous gas. Um, okay. But you can, like, mine it and sell it, and that's what Lando's in on it. So even though the entire planet is a gas planet, I'm only going to be using this little area on this planet called Cloud City. And that is what I'm going to be saying is your destination that you want to go. So I'm going to say it's kind of like this. Think of the state of Nevada. If you were to go on vacation to Nevada, right, Mm -hmm. there's probably some other things that you could see. But what's the main reason you're going there? Um, Hoover Dam. It's not in Nevada. Vegas. Exactly. I just wanted to see what you'd say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the Las Vegas. So that I'm saying that lot that um Cloud City is the Las Vegas of Bespin. That's fine. I'm basically I'm making a very similar argument for my uh new trilogy planet, so. Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh so it's a it's a place that you can go and it has no imperial entanglements because Lando has done a great job of making sure that the empire doesn't show up right pre the empire <laughs> showing up. <laughs> but uh it does have a casino so you can go there to have a good time you can gamble. Uh you can also rent uh, a cloud car which are those orange um like uh, motorcycle sidecar things that fly around if you remember uh-huh. them. Yeah. Um, and you can rent one of those and you can get a tour of the city. So it's kind of nice because it's kind of like you can get the essence of Coruscant because it's very urban, mm-hmm. but you're also just in the clouds, mm-hmm. which is super cool. So you can get a tour, uh, driving around that and seeing all those different types of things. You can go to the casino, having a great time. Uh, if you, uh, are with a partner that you don't want to be with anymore, you can carbon freeze them. That's an extra, extra charge, but, uh, you can totally do that if you want to and sell them off as a bounty. Uh, you can also get work because people like work there, uh, full time, uh, for the Tabana mining. So if you're there and you're like, oh my God, I love this so much. I want to stay. You can decide to, to move there and live the rest of your life there, which I feel like would be harder for Kashyyyk and also Endor because, and Naboo too. If you're not like raised into that kind of tradition, that kind of culture, I feel like it'd be hard to just go there on vacation and then just decide to stay. And like, and like blend in. Like if you were a human living with the Wookiees on Kashyyyk, like I feel like that would be very difficult. I agree with you difficult. for that. I think Naboo you probably could manage. Okay. Like that seems like a pretty standard like city atmosphere. They probably have some work. Have you do something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be like a manual labor job like on Bespin. Splat, splat some paint. Oh, there you go. You're an artist. Welcome to Naboo. <laughs> Here's 10,000 Republic credits. So yeah, because like, you know, sometimes you're on vacation you're like, oh, I could just live here. You know? Boom. Cloud City, Bespin, you could totally do that. You could totally just stay. And and then if you get to a point where you're like, you know what? I want something different. You can get something different. Okay. So that's what I'm saying with uh, with Bespin and Cloud City. It's funny. That that also, like your last choice, leads into mine. Like, the oh, same, yeah, it the does. same for this. Yeah, it does really So really my perfectly. new trilogy planet, which I uh, keep mispronouncing, I'm going to try again. Cantonica. No. Cantonica. There you go. Man, I was second guessing and I was like, yeah. oh, that's the wrong way. I keep doing the wrong one. Cantonica. 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 <laughs> oh boy. This is like Carl, Jeff Carl Casper all over again. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> what was his name? Chef Carl Casper. Oh, it was right. Yeah, you got it right. Oh, that I time. thought I got it wrong. I yeah, thought that's no, why you were listening. I forget what you called him before. Charles Shasper. I just couldn't remember his No, yeah. I just couldn't remember it. So. Cantonica. Cantonica. Thank yeah. you. I almost did it again. You're welcome. It's actually a desert planet. So that's why I'm saying like it's it's literally like Nevada the planet. <laughs> yeah. So with a casino. <laughs> that's the thing. That's what I mean. Yeah. So so 
It's home to the city of Cantobite, which you may remember. From, from Chris's favorite movie. From The Last Jedi. It's called the Casino City, Cantobite. Like, the whole city is just a giant casino. Giant casino. So, like, I tried to choose diverse planets in for this fight. I chose, like, the outdoor planet of Endor. I chose the kind of, like, more more traditional, like, uh, kind of historical vacation type city of uh, Naboo. And then this is just, like, the crazy excess vacation. Like, this is Vegas. This is Vegas the planet. <laughs> uh, it's actually Vegas the city, which Vegas already is a city. True. But, like, this is, like... Super Vegas. Yeah. So, oh my god. I mean, like, I, I I will concede this point to you. When you watch the Canto Bite scene and compare it to like Bespin Cloud City, mm-hmm. you can clearly tell that Canto Bite is more of a casino. Yeah, it's like and a party atmosphere, exactly. entertainment atmosphere, more yes. than uh, Cloud City is. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. know Cloud City had a casino. It makes sense, but yeah. So, um, it's in the Outer Rim territories in uh, what's called the corporate sector. Okay. Which means that basically, like, corporations control everything. So it's kind of like, uh, like, uh, I guess, like, the capitalist utopia because it's just Money's money flowing. rules. Right. Uh, which, which makes for, for some interesting system, uh, interesting things because, uh, part of the plot of that movie is how there's all these arms dealers there that are dealing arms to both sides of the fight. Right. Not just one side. So there's some, there's some moral ambiguity. There's some, there's some type of animal racing, which is like comparable. Years, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Comparable to like horse racing of today, betting yep. on that, but, and they kind of imply that they're mistreated because, you know, don't care about the animals, just care about the money. That's right. But if you can, if you free. can ignore all that, you can have a crazy weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it also has a giant ocean. Uh, so can, it's a giant desert planet with a giant ocean and then a giant casino. City. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, Wikipedia says, the Sea of Cantonica uh, is an artificial ocean, considered the largest in the galaxy. So man-made. I wonder if they had to make it in order to create Canto Bite. I, I don't know. I didn't read that, but maybe. Hmm. Um, so if you want a crazy party, go to Cantonica, Canto Bite. So your place is the place that you would go for um, just like spring break. Yeah, this is the spring break planet. This is the spring break planet. Yeah. This is where you would go. And you would like, definitely lose so much money. Yeah, probably, yeah. So is that the pure entertainment I guess you would do? Like there's no real like exploring or anything? It's just I don't betting think and... so. Yeah, like the rest of the planet honestly didn't sound great. Like a desert and an ocean. Just... Right, yeah, you wouldn't go and explore the rest of that. Yeah. No, you wouldn't just like that. Just like Nevada. Yeah, exactly. Sorry to any Nevada listeners out there. I'm sure it's a wonderful place with with more than just Las Vegas. Yeah, but, like, not many people are visiting for the desert. Correct. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, the the last planet that I'm picking for our sequel trilogy is the planet of Octo, which appeared first in The Force Awakens and then in The Last Jedi. And it's the planet where Luke was uh, being all grumpy and hanging out on. And it's basically a giant water planet just full of, like, little islands. But the islands are not like Scarif. Like they're like they're like Scotland. They're like Scotland. Yeah, like big. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so similar uh, to Scotland. So weird. similar to Scotland, yeah. with giant. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Like rock cliffs and um, these like huge islands just coming out of the water and towering over um, everywhere that you look if you were up there. Um, so 
So this one, so I, I start, I, 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 my plan was Kashyyyk, you're going for an adventure. Bespin, Cloud City, you're going for entertainment. Octo, you're going to learn. So if you're going on vacation to Octo, you're going there specifically to learn about the history and the history of what? The Jedi Order. Because that is where apparently the first Jedi Temple was, and they have the history of all the Jedi texts there, and they have all the huts and, and all these ancient you know trees and all these old things that have to do with the Jedi Temple, full of history. So your history buffs, if you want to go on vacation, Octo is the place you want to go. And it's not going to be like too crowded because there's so many different islands that you can choose to go to. Um, because we never get to see any of the other islands, so we really don't know exactly. I'm sure the Jedi Order had to have spread out of that one island that Luke was was hanging out on. You would think that. There's also they have, so. they have these rock towers you can fight. Rock towers? You yeah, can like fight? it's a tower of rocks and you can fight them if you want. Oh, like Ray did? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she just totally thing. sliced it apart. Mm. And um, one of the nice things here is that the the local species, as far as we know, are like these caretakers that look like like frogs. Like frog nuns. Like frog nuns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So they're basically just like the tour guides, but you just really need to be respectful of the, the history. Unlike Ray. Unlike Ray. I mean, Ray was just completely, like you said, oh, just tearing. Bull in a china shop, that right. girl. Right. <laughs> she's going crazy. I mean, she's she's fighting rocks. You know, they're probably like, what the heck is this girl doing? She was cracking the stone, you know? She was just causing trouble. So as long as you're respectful, the caretakers will not bother you. They will answer your questions if you have any. Uh, they're, they're very Oh, I have, I have a question. Sure. What's, like, the food and drink like there, though? So you can, if you'd like to, this is controversial. It is approved by the Galactic PETA in, uh, in the Star Wars galaxy. There is a local fauna known as the Porgs. And they are quite scrumptious if you were to uh, – t- which they are sold, uh, deep fried and grilled, your, your choice. I would eat a pork. So try that. It, uh, from, from what I've been told from my friends who have visited Octo, they said it tastes just like chicken. Looks like chicken. Looks just like chicken. But what's a good drink to go with your pork? So a good drink to go with your pork, there are um, – <laughs> there are these local animals. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. No um, one does. But – if you'd like to, you could milk them yourself. Wow. Or, or you could, uh, just purchase, uh, said milk. And it's like, it's not like the traditional Bontha blue milk from Tatooine. This is like a green milk that you can also buy at Galaxy's Edge from what I've, uh, read online. But I'm sure that the one on Octo is not as good as the one at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I wouldn't um, be so sure. Don't so, knock until you try it. Yeah. So you're you're like fully immersed in the history of what it was like to live there. They're not going to um, have like a real uh, touristy catered food service there mm-hmm. for you. Um, if you want to come here to learn the history, you're going to experience the history and know exactly what it was like to live there. So those are your your options. You're going to eat porgs, and you're you're still going to see them like flying around after you've eaten them and and done your thing and you're going to have to drink that green milk. But if you're a true history buff, that's what you're going to have to uh, indulge in order to truly experience Octo. So place it on your radar for your next family vacation. Summer 2020, Octo. Eat a pork, drink some milk, learn some history. 
is there any, isn't there some danger on the planet though? Because doesn't it also have a strong connection to the dark side of the force, specifically this one giant hole <laughs> on that one <laughs> island yeah. that we know of? Yeah. So yeah, so there's a funny story about that. So there was caution tape that was all around that that said, please do not enter under renovation under construction which it really wasn't they just didn't want people going down there Mm -hmm. so you're not supposed to go down there but ray did and she did experience the dark side but she was able to uh, overcome it and now this is the thing with the force chris all right what's the thing this is the thing with the force i'm a true believer that to fully understand the force you need to understand all sides of the force. Not saying you just completely go dark, not saying you completely go light. I think that you should be light, but at least acknowledge that there is a dark side that you need to be aware of. Maybe not harness it completely, but at least understand that it's fully there and not completely shut it off. Which I feel like that's a problem that the Jedi do. That's a problem that the Sith do too. So if you're going there and you're trying to experience the force in all of its way and all of its history, it's important to be open to all of it. That's a fair point. I would just think as like a as a tourist, you might you might think it's haunted. You might you might you know be near that dark hole and like have these weird visions and think it's think it's a ghost. There's like a million of you, and you're all snapping your fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's totally plausible. Octo would not be a place to go with your family. Yeah, don't take your kids there. You're saying don't take your kids there unless you really want your kids to learn. Like when I was a kid, my family took me to Gettysburg. And when I was there, like, I probably really didn't fully appreciate it as much as I would have if I went now. Same. I know what you mean. We went to, like, Williamsburg. Yep. Yep. Same here. Um, I mean, looking back on it, like I said, I really wish I would have appreciated it more. So if you want to be like, hey, we took you to Octo and you didn't appreciate it, that's your fault. <laughs> then, you know, you can totally say that to your kids. But it is it is the place to, to learn and to uh, teach the young generation about the past. And that sometimes, like Kylo Ren said, you just have to let the past die. I think you actually make a pretty good sell on that planet because it it's, like, very beautiful also. It's very beautiful, too. So it's not only that you're learning something new. You also get to yeah. see some breathtaking You're just uh, not going to have the amenities you're going to have at, like, a more no. standard tourist destination. No. It'd be like if you went to Stonehenge, basically. Like, there's not a McDonald's yeah. right there at Stonehenge. Like, you'd probably have to kill a lizard. And I mean, I don't know. I've never been to Stonehenge. So whatever mm-hmm. animals are around Stonehenge, <laughs> that's what you have to do. Yep. That's what you have to do at Stonehenge. That's what you have to mm-hmm. kill a lizard and eat a chicken and all that stuff. Uh, so, Chris, before before we start wrapping up, I just have a couple questions for you. Um, this doesn't have to be in, like, a debate-style format. What are some planets that you'd be like, heck, no, uh, do not go there on vacation at m- all. Mustafar, definitely it's high up on that. the list. It's a giant volcano lava planet where Darth Vader lives. Yeah, he's got his castle. You don't, like, you don't want to go there. There's no reason to go there. No, not at all. Uh, what else seems bad? Um, Part of me feels like Tatooine. Like, like if yeah. you if you are like really big into adventure and you could possibly die, that, then yeah. you totally go to Tatooine. It's dangerous there. It's super dangerous. It's not. There's not a lot of good stuff it's just there. Just a hot, you know, desert. It's just a just a hive of scum and villainy. Right, and like the main economy is moisture farming. Yeah. Like I don't know if that's something that you really want to. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really into. seem like a tourist destination. No, not really your place to go. Yeah, Tatooine does seem bad, but somehow everyone in Star Wars ends up there. <laughs> Even in not the movies yeah. yet lately. Yeah, uh, I think Camino. I think Camino would be super. Oh, it would just be yeah. super boring. Yeah. Because it's just a giant ocean, and it always rains. So 
Yeah. It's just being like stuck at home yep. on a rainy day. You really couldn't do anything. You can't go outside. You can't ex- really experience. I mean, you can, but you're just going to get soaked. And then you're just yeah. looking at the ocean. And the Camino ends were like kind of creepy. Yeah, like there's giant. There's like a bunch. It's basically like being stuck inside your house on a rainy day. It's flooded outside. There's a bunch of giraffes in your house. That's giraffes. That, yeah, that's what it would be like with the Camino ones. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they kind of remind me of Slenderman. Okay, we could go with that too. Yeah, we could go with Slenderman like also. A Slenderman crossed with a giraffe. Yeah, I think Slender Giraffe. Slender Giraffe. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones before we wrap up. Um, um, Jakku, also. Yeah, I mean, it's very similar it's to Tatooine. Similar right, to Tatooine. Yeah. What do you think about Scarif from Rogue One? So, so if we were doing like the spinoffs and everything else, I would definitely include Scarif. As a good one, right? As a good one. Yeah, it looked yeah. beautiful. It has Scarif, just like islands. It's, it's basically the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah, you're living in the Caribbean. That'd be awesome. I can't think of any from... There's a there's a planet I can't remember what it's called from Solo and it's basically like a mud planet. Um, I forget where, what where it's the called. robot where, where they did that robot thing. No, no, no. It's where they it's where Han met Chewie. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Um, oh, it's gonna drive me crazy. I'm tip my tongue. But that one would be. I think it's basically just a mud planet. Like that wouldn't be. Uh, it's isn't it funny how every Star Wars planet is just a, one ecosystem? Yeah, it is. And kind that's of funny. the entire. They're, yeah, the entire they're all planet. like very. Uh, samey that's why like i know some people complain that jakku was basically like a ripoff of tatooine but i feel like if you're in a galaxy of millions of systems there's gonna be more than one desert planet yeah i think desert's gonna be pretty common probably for planets yeah so any fun facts that you have before we uh head out of here <sighs> not especially i was gonna say one thing i thought you were gonna say about naboo is like how dangerous their bodies of water are <laughs> because yeah they were I, I totally the, forgot all about they that were, they were in the water for like 10 minutes and got like almost got eaten by like 10 different fish oh my god yeah there's always a bigger one though that could totally uh help you out there exactly hopefully. yeah yeah that's true yeah as, as, as pretty as it is it's also uh pretty, that is that is dangerous. if you go down in the, into the water yeah i don't know if that would like affect like you know like the lake near Theed. maybe there's a lot of like boating and jet skiing there and there's not crazy monsters <laughs> like they they had an issue because they were like basically using like like a, like tunnels underwater to get somewhere faster. Correct. Yeah. So they they were kind of in the dangerous area. That's that was what I was going to say if you brought it up. Now there is a deleted scene for episode one that I'm glad they really that they took it out because it would have made it so much longer. So um, when Qui Gon, Obi Wan, and Jar Jar first come to the surface and like they they open up the the submarine's mm-hmm. hatch or whatever and they're looking outside and that and it cuts there and it cuts to them like later going and finding. Queen Amidala, there was a scene there where they're actually getting sucked backwards and there's a waterfall behind them and the sub was going to fall off the waterfall and the three of them had to like escape really, really quickly. So it just shows like even in... Even the dock even is dangerous. Even the dock is dangerous. Exactly. <laughs> Why would the dock be so close to a waterfall? I don't know. It's And also like how did they... I don't know even how they got there because their their back is to the waterfall. So if they were... In the submarine, yeah. like how would they have gotten to that point? Unless they did a three six or a one eighty or something, yeah. I don't know. But there's a whole deleted scene on it, so there's a little danger there too. But you're absolutely right; those those fish down there, not a good time. Even though Qui Gon and Obi Wan, they were able to swim down there, no problem. But that's also like the shallow part. Yeah, I guess you could say. So, so what are we thinking? New, a lot of new planets for Rise of Skywalker. Any old planets? Do you think will show up? Ah, uh, uh... I think, I think, um, well, I don't want to, I'm trying not to get 
I'm trying not to have any hopes for this movie. Okay. Honestly, I don't like because you don't want to get your hopes I, too high. Yes. Yeah, so, but you also but, don't want to go down with low expectations. Well, I'd rather go in with low expectations. But anyway, one thing I'm really hoping we get an explanation of is how um, was it Anakin's lightsaber ended mm-hmm. up with Maz Kanata on her planet? Yes. So I'm thinking I'm thinking we at least see a flashback or like a some kind of explanation. some type of yeah. I don't know if we'll necessarily be on that planet, but I hope I think. I hope we see something to show that connection. Uh, I'm not going to get my hopes about that though. I'm, they're probably that's like a classic thing J, for JJ to not explain. Yeah, they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, this lightsaber magically got here." It's that's the, what she. That's what she said in the Force Awakens. What did she say? Well, Han Solo goes, "Where did you get?" And that? And she said, "It's like a story for later, right?" Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So hopefully that story will be told later. I yeah, at least in like a short little line. Like I forgot she was in this. I movie. don't need a whole like backstory for it. I just right. want to know a little bit of what happened. Um, I'm also thinking like probably Jakku in flashback if they talk about, cause I'm assuming we're going to find more about Ray's parentage. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking we get a, uh, like a Jakku flashback, okay. but not also on the planet. Do you think uh, any original trilogy or prequel trilogy planets will be back? Um, they may reference Endor cause like we have seen that trailer where they show the, the wreckage. The wreckage of the Death Star. Okay. Yeah, they might talk about that. I think, I feel like mentioning Endor is going to be pretty safe. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't really know. I think if there is a planet that we would see, it would be Tatooine, if anything. I was just going to jokingly say they'll try to shoehorn in Tatooine, but like, as long I don't as, as long see as how it would I don't, fit. I don't like, see how it would fit either, to be honest with you. But if there was one that I could see them going to, I could... I think it would be that just because it kind of, it's where it started. Yeah. They could say it has significance in every trilogy. Correct. Cause there hasn't been a single planet from any of the other movies that have been in the new trilogy. They've all been new planets. Right. Which some people like, and some people don't like some people are like, Oh, well let's be original and let's see new places, which I'm totally on board with that too. And some people are like, Oh, well we should still honor other things that we've seen. Oh, uh, to be fair. I think the first order blew a bunch of them up in, uh, the first in episode seven, right? Oh, Hosnian Prime. Was that the planet they blew up? They didn't blow up Coruscant. I thought that was Coruscant. No, no, it was the new the new capital. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm excited for it. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm just kind of curious, like, how are you gonna? I don't know why. I had more faith going into Ed Game that they were gonna wrap this story up. Me too. Oh yeah, way more. Um, which I feel like it might be. Do you think it was harder to wrap up Endgame, or do you think it'd be well, harder to wrap up Episode Nine? Well, I think the main difference is they planned out the Marvel universe, like they had an idea of things that were going to happen. But I, I've also been reading some stuff, and it seems like they did have more planned out than, than we've been led okay, to believe. Okay, good. Well, I hope they did, because like apparently when they were developing Episode Seven, J.J. Abrams always wanted to include the Emperor in Episode Nine. Okay. But whether or not Ryan Johnson was like, I'm going to make sure I set that up for episode nine is a completely different story. Yeah. So, but we'll see by the time we have our next episode, hopefully we both would have seen it and have some, uh, some great things to say. Yeah. I hope, yeah. I hope we get, to, I get to see it next weekend. Yeah. Um, if you want, let me know. I'll go see it with you. Awesome. Dr. Totally down. Does Nicole want to see it too? Cause we, yeah, could, she does. we could babysit Lucy if you want. That way you two can go. Uh, we'll talk about it. Okay. Thanks. All right, absolutely. All right. Um, always, please remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Go, I will. Good relations with the Wookiees I have. 
The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.